astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. (laughs) Today, there's so many aspects to astrology. I mean, I think by now, if you've been listening to us for a while, you you know that. Um, But people just get stuck on my sun sign, right? Aquarius, Libra. And so today... Right. Yeah, it's... Today we're going to talk about actually the phases of the moon in the natal chart. So we are going to be identifying where the sun is, where the moon is, and what the aspect is to each other mm-hmm. to start layering another piece of information you can learn about yourself or others by studying these aspects. Right. So we talk about what phase was the moon in when someone was born. Correct. And I think most of us just... Even those that know nothing about astrology know, oh, there's the new moon and there's the full moon. Correct. And there's the quarter moon. You know what I mean? They don't know maybe all stages of the moon, but we understand that every 27 point so many days, you know, the moon goes through this cycle. Correct. Yeah, and, I think most people have exposure just because even on normal cal- calendars, yeah. you still have a paper calendar. I think yeah. most of them identify the quarter moon, the full moon. Right. Exactly. So... We're going to go over these. Each phase means kind of sets you on a different trajectory in life. Yes, yes. And I think I'll be honest. I did astrology for years without ever paying any attention to the phase <laughs> the moon was in. Right. But it's it's amazing how much insight one can get. I agree. I think the new, like you said, the new moon and the full moon are very easy to identify. Right. But then to look at all these other phases as well. Right. And just to make it again clear, new moon is when, you know, you can't see the moon at night, the new moon. It's, it's, uh, it's starting over again. It's yes. a dark sky. Yeah. And the full moon, of course, then you clearly see the full moon and its glory. Yeah. So before we dive into our topic today, we actually have some exciting news. We do, yeah. <laughs> because we pre-record. I had to do the math this morning, like, oh my gosh, we're getting actually pretty close, about three weeks out from launching um, our Mom and Me Astrology Academy. Yes. So I know we've hinted. I'm excited about that. Yeah. We've hinted at it before. Okay, it is real. It has been in the works. Um, there's been a lot of behind-the-scenes um, right. work on this, and we are launching it Mother's Day weekend in um, honor of Mom and Me. Yes, it's very appropriate. Mom and Me Astrology launching our academy. We're yes. just keeping, we're rhyming away here this morning um, on yeah. Mother's Day. But, uh, you know, there's many ways to learn astrology. Yes. Right? I mean, you can pick up any book. There's tons of books. Tons of books. Tons of websites. Yes. YouTube videos. And I'm not going to knock any of it because, man, I, you know, that's what there was when I was learning it. Where there was, it was books. That was it. Just books alone. And, you know, what, what the crazy thing is, there's so much information. There's so many different aspects to learn. And I understand you don't have to know it all 
in yeah. order to be to gain insight. Right. Just, it's a new language. It's a new language, but even being introduced to something as simple as what we're going to talk about later today, where the sun sits in your chart, that's a whole topic of conversation. And it's interesting to compare, contrast, particularly with loved ones, family members. Mm-hmm. My point is this, that, you know, you can continually learn. No matter where you're at, there's always uh, someone seems to... Many times I still go to a very basic class and I'm going, oh my gosh, I learn a new terminology, I learn a new word, I learn a new interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, so the cool thing about this, even though it is called Mom and Me Astrology Academy, Dad even had a hand in this. Um, oh, yeah. Dad um, is a lifelong teacher, professor, and yeah. so I think what sets our course apart is one, you have the banter of both of us, just like the podcast. So you're getting two different Mm. perspectives on it. We, um, laugh, we put in our little, um, you know, jokes, our little hints (laughs) on how we've learned things. Um, but I think the idea of, we put it in an order that we think this is the most ideal way to learn it. Yes. Yes. To, to set you up for success. Absolutely. Because like you said, when you pick up a book, you could be learning about something, kind of advanced and not even know, oh, I didn't even learn the basics. basics. Yes. And it takes years to go back and fill those holes in. This Mm -hmm. is non-intimidating. It's friendly. uh, And it's immediately applicable, what we're talking about. Yes. And it has, because it'll be seven videos is the first course, Mm -hmm. the first module. And then there's matching worksheets to each one. Those worksheets are really great. Yeah. You know, they're simple. They're fun. I mean, they're kind of like almost very elementary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you can fill out the worksheet, you got the concept. Yep. Yeah. And then you can move then confidently. Okay. I'm ready to go to the next one. Exactly. Well, and I think too, when you're taking notes for a course, you always think like these notes look great. And then you go back and you read them and you're like, what was I talking about? <laughs> right. And so the worksheets have it all filled out for you. And then there's a blank one so you can test yourself. So again, we're a couple weeks out, but we just wanted to start talking about it. Um, We'll have a flash sale on it probably that first week mm-hmm. to get in on it. Um, and there's going to be a couple different options on how to how to sign up um, and different levels of how engaged you want to be. So right. um, with that said, let's start talking about the phases of the moon and okay. our topic for today. Sure, sure. So let's kind of go in order, starting with Makes the new sense. moon. <laughs> new <laughs> that, moon. Um, when we see a new moon in a chart, how would we identify that? But we're basically looking for... About zero degrees between the sun and the moon in your chart. So that would mean that your sun and your moon are sitting in the same sign. Right. They're sitting right next to each other. Uh, It's actually kind of a wide zero degrees out to 45 is considered the new moon. Of course, anything when we're getting around zero, one, two, three, four, five, that's major. That's really tight. Yeah. And those new moon people are very interesting. Well, so we can think of it as just looking when even if you're not a new moon baby, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That you are outside, there's no moon, and it's kind of dark. There's right. some mystery. Where is the moon? Oh, is right. it a new moon or is it right. Is it just hidden? Right. There's some mystery. Well, and there's some charisma about new moon people because you can't see it all. Yeah. They they're, they're, um, can be mysterious. They may keep you guessing. Mm-hmm. There could be something where you're going, I'm not sure I believe what they're saying because they are coming from that point in the day, in the night, when there was no light in the sky. 
Yeah, and maybe I just need to say this because I don't know if we've made it that clear. We're talking, we can look at your chart mm-hmm. and we can tell you what the moon looked like in the sky when you were on the day that you were born. Yes. That's what. That's right. That's so right. when we're That's saying right. a new moon baby, meaning because if the sun and the moon are close in your chart, we can tell you that when you were born, the, the, there was probably no moon in the sky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a little analogy. I want you to think of the new moon like a new beginning, like a seed underneath the ground. Yeah, I don't know about you. You haven't had a lot of planting experience, but I grew up in Iowa, and we did it all the time. We put the seeds out, and then, oh, and oftentimes they had mixed seed bags, and then you threw them out, and you didn't know what it was. Oh. Well, what is that? What is what is that plant coming up? You know, okay. it was a mystery. Oh, was it going to be, you know, a dianthus? Was it going to be a carnation? Was it going to be a, oh, uh, cool. you know, whatever? Uh, so the concept is there that, you know, that's the kind of the energy that the new moon uh, person carries. Uh, and there is some degree of self-centeredness about um, new moon individuals. Right, because it's like the infancy of the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've given the analogy in our like mom and me astrology appointments that you maybe treat yourself like a baby in some regards. Yes. That you might be extra sensitive to light or sound. sound. Yeah. That you coddle yourself. Um, and I also have some great examples of clients that they even into their adulthood, they love like childhood things, like meaning like they're still like huge Disney fanatics Mm, into their older age, or they still like dressing up in a childlike manner Mm -hmm. because they're, again, you're born under the new moon. So you carry that energy throughout your entire life. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of a good friend I have that always likes comfort. And you think of a baby, you're not going to wrap a baby in something that's kind of scratchy. You're going to, oh no, we want the softest. And, you know, and uh, my friend loves, loves that sense of softness and tactile and being comfortable. That's a new moon baby. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, just because I feel like we could keep talking about the new moon, but I don't want the other moons oh, right. to feel yes, less. Exactly. Well, new moon, they're, they're very unique. Yes, but one other thing I'll say, the new moon doesn't can hold back information, things you don't know, because it's in the dark, so to speak. Hidden. They're kind of born of that moment of in the darkness, and so the idea they can hold withhold information quite easily. Okay. Uh, so the next one we're going to talk about is a crescent moon. Yes. So if the sun and the moon in your chart are 45 to 90 degrees apart, Mm-hmm. Okay, again, if you're not into astrology, you might be looking at your chart saying, Wow, what does that mean? <laughs> well, there's always a sheet generally that explains what the relationship between the sun and the moon is. They give it a title, and it should be a crescent or a new moon, um, first quarter. There'll be a name to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so now at this point, the seed is kind of breaking through that crust of mm-hmm. the. That's of the, the hardest part, right? If the seed can break out of the shell. Mm hmm break out of the shell and then push up to the earth and break through that crust. Yeah. It's, it's done its hardest job already. So when you say that that could play out in someone's life, meaning that maybe those first stages of breaking away from family or infiltrating into their career, those might be harder for them maybe than Much other harder. people. That could be the hardest thing of their whole life, that first step, whether it be leaving home, whether it be moving out of town, that's act of separation, the breakthrough. And again, think of that seed breaking through the crust. It's the mm-hmm. hardest. It's oftentimes associated with someone who has a delayed start in life. Okay. And the delay could be many, any reasons. I mean, something could have been going on in the family. There could have been a health issue. There could have been, oh, uh, the, you know, something that, you know, took them off track. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 
oh yeah, I went off to the military, you know, so I, I couldn't get, I couldn't start my life okay. yet, so to speak. So it's very interesting to watch the crescent moon uh, babies as they grow up and realize that whole thing of breaking away, becoming themselves too. It's not so much that they have to slam the door and get, I'm out of here type of thing. This is more finding who they are. So once you think they make that first step, mm-hmm. do you think they have more directed energy than than that yeah, new moon? Yeah, yeah. Like they, have, they have, they have, they have. They're considered. The idea is because uh, they've come from the dark moon. Now we're into the next stage. They know the potential. They can yeah. see the future. They see that oh, the full moon is coming in my life, which is considered you know okay, fully visible. I'm now seen. Uh, so yeah, they have high expectations, they're curious, they push forward. There's a lot of positives to the Crescent, but their biggest challenge is right at the very beginning. Yeah. And that could even be someone who does poorly in school, mm-hmm. you know, who's kind of, you know, oh, I guess I don't have any potential, I'm, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, something happens and maybe it's 24 before it happens. So right? they, I'm just getting pulling an yeah, age. No, I get it. Nothing special about 24, but they could feel like there was like a pivotal age in their life where they thought that's actually when my life began. That's versus sometimes you see your peers go off and, oh, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that. And it's sometimes intimidating when you're unsure of what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Next let's move to the first quarter moon. So this is, it would be, if you're looking at your chart, your sun and your moon are about 90 to 135 degrees apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here, if we keep, go back to the seed analogy, right. the first little leaf has appeared. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The true leaf, they call it the real true leaf, you know, okay. shows up so you can identify it. Okay. okay. Uh, interesting. This is associated with kind of feeling like uh, I'm cool. I've arrived. I'm 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 on to something. Okay. So it's a little bit. Couldn't it be a little or premature, possibly that. Yeah. The, but you get a little attitude about. Hey, it's like when someone says what they're doing, they have a lot of pride. Oh yeah, yeah. That well, I almost like that. a. This reminds me a little bit of like a Leo energy. Like yeah. a, they need a yes. stage. Yeah. Um, or they would do really well with a microphone. Like, that right. very confident saying mm-hmm. and showing people what they're doing. It's like somebody who who stepped out of the audience and got up and sang a song and they did really, really well. It's like, whoa, look at that. I've arrived. I can do this type of thing. So uh, they actually, and this is a little interesting thing about those uh, first quarter moons. They're very good in crises. They're very good managers. And they're, uh, again, just using the obvious thing, you know, someone who is in the ER, that would be a classic place to find a first quarter person, so to speak. And again, you know, we're in trouble. We run to someone and then they can stitch us up. Hooray. Mm-hmm. You know, look at I mean, that's like a miracle worker. You know, <laughs> they play that role of solving the problem for you. Yeah, when you say, so first quarter moon, but then I also think like they're, they're the first responders. Like, oh, yeah. you're in trouble. Like, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Obviously, you could make a career out of it and do something where you're, you know, mm-hmm. you uh, go to work every day and respond to things, put out fires. Well, they're very ambitious mm-hmm. and they have a, a, a more of a brazen, you know, self-confidence may come a little bit easier okay. to, a, to a first quarter okay. baby. Okay. So ambitious, self-motivated, independent. We'll think of Leos. Yeah. And I mean, think of basically, that. those are some nice qualities that we're seeing there. Maybe even some Aries just with like that first leaf coming through that you might be the first to raise your hand to say, oh, I'll do it. You mm-hmm. know, not knowing mm-hmm. actually what the full um, 
entailment of the well, project is. I, I could say one of the maybe challenging things, okay. and that could be anger. They could flash a little bit. They could get, you know, they could have a quick turn when things okay. aren't going their way. But, you know, we uh, like them. We like yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, let's talk about the waxing gibbous moon. Mm-hmm. So this is if the sun and the moon are 135 up to that 180 so it could get close to looking like that you know who you're describing right i'm describing you that's me (laughs) that's me um and you know what i this is what really sold me and that's going back if i could to mom and me academy when i when when you learn something about astrology looking at your chart and you go oh my god that is so me Uh it's there's some sense of validation that everyone receives and it makes it okay on some level it's like it's okay, Mary. It's okay. And the, the things that really get me, it's always perfecting and analysis and interpretation. That's my bag. So, so two things with that. Yes, with the astrology, I do think astrology just gets too much attention for the prediction side. And yes. I think the self-awareness piece is it maybe even bigger, something that I hope still continues to blow up. Um, but even people that are afraid of getting like a chart done like even if oh. you just say to do it for self-awareness i you oh. could even say i don't want any oh prediction. yeah yeah let's just talk about my natal chart and lifelong themes because there is a great deal of self-awareness and like you said you just feel validated right so even if you want to take this course just to start learning about yourself about your spouse about your children um this doesn't you don't have to take this course to be an astrologer oh when I was in college and um, was writing uh, and rewrite, and then I'd rewrite, and then I'd rewrite, and then I'd go to bed, and then I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd rewrite it again. And it's like, it was this loop. And I thought, is there something wrong with me that I keep going back and perfecting, perfecting, perfecting? That's a gibbous moon for you. The waxing gibbous moon. Um, you know, it's the period right before the full moon, yes. basically. Uh, so, you know, it, it gives yourself like, okay, I'm okay. this is the way I'm supposed to be, so to speak, that I go back and think about it again. Like, we had some conversations yesterday. We had the family together. And I'm thinking, I've been thinking about a couple of conversations over and over and over again. And then next time I have the opportunity, I'm going to bring the topic back up again and then talk about it. Now I thought about it. Now this is what I really think about that topic, you know. I'm thinking, oh, my God. But that's... That's us gibbuses. Yeah, for you guys, like there's no completion. There's just a like due date. You have to have a due date. Yeah. You have to have a cutoff. And you're going, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Doesn't need to be any better than what it is. Yeah, because I even remember like growing up, you would help me with my papers, like writing in school, oh. and you could just, you would go back and, well, maybe it's done. It's done. Yeah, it's you fine. Would. Yeah. Like, you it's would great. I'm like trying to put in my book bag, and you're like, <laughs> let me just take one more. Like, no. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, always wanting to go. And then after you complete something, you know, I remember many consultations driving home uh, from a feng shui consultation. I'm thinking, okay, what did I miss? What did I miss? What should I have said? How should I have said that better? And thinking, oh, should I call the person back up now and 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 add this tidbit in? You know, and it just drives yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to say that at some point I learned just to okay, get in the car, turn the radio on, and don't and okay, it's over. Don't go back and you're, work it over your head. So Right. So when we talk about just the seed analogy, just to keep pulling that through. <laughs> yes, right. This exactly. is how the buds are forming. Maybe the fruit, we're starting to see, oh, how many pieces of fruit will this yes, tree or yes, have? Yes, exactly. Um, and perfecting that fruit. We're trying to think, okay, we want, we want to have the juiciest of apples, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's giving me like a very Virgo vibe as we're like talking about it. It does. Even the fruit it part, right? Yeah. The nutrition side oh, of it. Oh, yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. 
But anyhow, they're good. Le- they they love to learn. Continually ongoing students. So hey, there we go. I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so now we're gonna get to the full moon. So this is the exact opposite of that full moon. Now we're at 180 degrees. Of course, if it's right we're there, we're at the t- opposite of the new moon. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, so where the sun and the moon are about 180 degrees apart we can go up to 135 degrees apart so this is you were born the, the moon was full um, very easily seen you know i might have been partially blocked by a cloud but you know it was you could see we got a moon tonight yep so think about it quite literally um you know if it's a new i'm sorry if it's a full moon out <laughs> confusing myself it's bright even at night it's a little bit brighter than usual. You can maybe go in the backyard, read a book. So we talk about no darkness. No it's darkness. almost act as a spotlight. And yeah. so when we see babies born under the full moon, like myself. Like who? <laughs> I'm a full moon um, yeah, baby. You are. Yeah, you are like almost a, not um, off one degree. One degree. One degree from being exact. And, and again, the visual is they're opposing each other. Mm-hmm. So you look to your left. And you're going to see the moon. You look to your right. You're going to, you know, you would see the sun. Basically, that's how it would look on a on a chart. Um, so relationships are very important. Building relationships. Yeah. And I think you excel in that area. And again, that shows up in networking, knowing lots of people, being able to connect with them somehow, quit, relatively. I don't want to say easily, but relatively easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can say the need to be seen, the need to be in the public eye. You could make a good manager. You could have a platform like we have here where mm-hmm. you're getting your voice, your words out. Um, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I fall under this. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But they talk about the crazies come out on the full moon. Oh, the crazy part. That's, you know, that's such a, is it a myth? Is it urban no, folklore? No, I don't think it is. Or is it true that people say during a full moon, oh, watch out, the crazies will be out tonight, you know? I don't. Having worked in the public mm-hmm. in Las Vegas for um, over a decade, I would think that it's, it's not a folk tale. Yeah. It's real. It's real. It's, it's real. real. Well, I'd like to maybe explain why, why that might be. Okay. Because if there's no darkness, that means... You're showing it all. You can see it easier. Yes, or you can see it easier, meaning that uh, someone might, someone under who's a full moon, mm-hmm. might dress in a different way. Yep. They may clearly drive a different type of vehicle than everybody else is. Something very obvious. They set themselves apart. They show themselves, or they tell stories. We did this wild thing. We did that wild thing. So they don't have. Um, the full moon babies are more confident in expressing themselves and like kind of like letting it out there, like whatever you think of it, that's okay with me. As I'm shrugging my shoulder. You're oh shrugging your shoulder, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean, some people call me Crazy Kate, like in, in an they? enduring, yeah, in oh, yeah. endearing way. Like, okay. what's up, Crazy Kate? Okay. Because <laughs> like, I always have stories, like what's new, like right. what's going on now, like... I just remember when you used to go out in the, you know, these day trips by yourself sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Go yeah. out and they, these were not in, you know, they were, we're in the desert here, right? Mm-hmm. So going out into the desert by yourself to me, yeah. I don't do it, put it that way. And uh, you always were doing it and people were like, where'd you go this week? You know, 
that's what I'm saying. They would say, like, what's up, Crazy Kate? Like, who are you hosting this week? Like, where are you going? What have you been? Like, tell me mm-hmm. your stories. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there's an idealism about the full moon. Mm-hmm. And, and relationships of, of all levels are very important. Yeah. Next, let's talk about um, the gibbous dissemin- disseminating moon. Right, because now that we know the cycle of the moon, the moon has peaked out at the full moon, and now it's going to start shrinking for lack of a better technical term yeah so now we're going to use the word disseminating meaning it's getting smaller the moon's getting smaller so disseminating gibbous we talked a little bit ago about the waxing gibbous which i was full moon now it's okay now we have the disseminating side of it yeah so if you think of a clock and think of like 12 noon yeah both of the hands were on the 12 that would be kind of your full moon now the one hand has moved all the way down to the 30 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or i'm sorry like yeah the the six Mm -hmm. (laughs) moved down and so now it's getting closer because now that hand is coming back up to the top to get closer so yeah now we're at 135 to 90 degrees so again we're getting smaller now on the other side yeah yeah the one thing about the gibbous dis- disseminating is they have a tendency to make an impression, kind of a lasting impression on you. Again, communication is their thing, very strong, and they seem to be very much in the know about what's going on. I always think uh, this type of person probably maybe knows the story, so to speak, is in the loop. This sounds like a, a Gemini already. Okay. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're very good at writing, interesting, yep. writing, yep. researching. You know, they can be very active in the community. can be very uh, good with language. Yeah. And they have a tendency a little bit to buck convention. So they're still carrying some of that full moon thing, bucking convention, breaking traditions. And again, um, you know, they're kind of always on the move. Like, what are you into now? Right? I have a yep. couple of friends that are like, you know, they're into stuff. And, you know, that phase can last a couple of years. Then they're oh then they're into this now type of thing and they and they get in they get mm-hmm. in and they get out but they're fat, they know a lot when because we, of that when you say too always on the move I've seen this kind of translate in a couple different ways one they could always be yeah move they could be moving right. they could be um, into new hobbies but it could be that they have some sort of need to always be actually physically moving their body mm. so oh, they yeah. could be into like video games where they need to have oh yeah their hands okay. doing something mm-hmm. smoking mm-hmm. they could mm-hmm. just um when they're standing they could be uh, right walking in circles those people that <laughs> walk and talk around the house that I, there's a isn't need. that a thing does no. everyone do that no <laughs> i don't do it you know but there are some people i notice when i get on the phone with that i start walking the house and talking with them and i don't quite understand why i do that with some people oh interesting but i don't with if other people but anyhow yeah, that's okay. a, a whole nother topic but i think that they need to move yes but there's okay. different there's different ways that mm-hmm. you can move mm-hmm. yeah so teacher of course truly go their own way yes they've yes. taken on some of that full moon mm-hmm. um and all those communication things right Okay. Um, next, let's move to the natal third quarter moon. Third quarter. Third okay. quarter. So now we're at... This the... is my favorite one to talk about with clients. Okay. So now we're going from 90 degrees to 45 degrees. Right. Right. Yeah, because we're coming back. We're doing the full circle here. So we're coming back kind of down, getting closer to that new moon energy again. But yeah. this, what's cool about this third quarter moon is they oftentimes go through some sort of crises in consciousness now that sounds fancy but it's just when you go like am i in the right place with the right person doing the right thing do i believe in this anymore 
there is some awareness. And so generally, this is a, a broad range, but I, when I get when I get one of these people, I shouldn't say when I when I'm speaking to one of these and these uh, new what's the word third quarter moon babies third quarter moon babies, I suggest to them that somewhere midlife and now midlife is changing as we live longer, but I say pretty much from those mid thirties to their early fifties. So that's a fifteen year span, granted, but somewhere that they make a major life choice. A drama, something with a little drama to it. Okay. It's not just, oh, yes, I got promoted. Oh, yes, we were engaged. Now we got married. No, this is the kind of the ideas. I, I left, gave my notice, done with that. I'm going to get my own business. Or sometimes, of course, I'm sure it could be exiting a major relationship that looked like from the outside, looked like everything was going well. So there's some drama there. And there's, there's somewhere about that time period, they embrace some something alternative and alt- Basically, you have to realize where they're coming from, right? Uh-huh. It's not, it may not be shocking to you or me, but for their Based peers, their, their circle, their family, this could have been a, quite a, a major breakout. Okay. So it's oftentimes people that get associated with having a midlife crisis yeah. of some sort that they quickly change and then everyone's going, oh my God, they're midlife crises. But, okay. So, okay, what's the purpose of it? Uh-huh. It's they have, they have a driven, an underlying driven need for meaning and purpose in their life. So they might be cutting ties with lifelong beliefs that they were kind of set up with as a child and yes. having a wake-up call that I, this almost could be like a born-again Christian, it sounds yeah. like. Oh, like yeah, oh yeah, that would be an example of it. They, like, they have a defining moment where they realize, like, what kind of truth they need to live. Right, right. So so anyhow, they're kind of interesting people to have in your life. They have the ability to kind of walk away, which, a lot, you know, that's a tough one. Walk away, you know, yeah. that is challenging. Why would you leave? Well, you've been in this, in this situation for 20 years. Why leave now? Well, I'm done. I'm, you know, so they probably could be quite misunderstood. Well, it sounds like they might have misunderstood themselves for a oh, large that's portion a, of. Oh, that's of a better their, way of saying it. Yeah, they. Yeah. Or feeling like was I um, being true or authentic to myself? Yeah, they, they're the, yes, there's someone that's going to have this type of language. I had to do it. This was me. Yeah. I'm being called. I know this is what I need to do. This would be a very typical plot line in a movie. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would make them once they had that shift. Mm-hmm. It could make them a little bit like larger than life in regards to like, you know, when someone catches on to something a little bit later and then they're so passionate about it and they're oh. always talking to you about it and they're always like saying like, oh, you have to, tra- you have to travel. Like it changed my life. Like they're, they want to share then the knowledge that they've come across yes. because yes. it probably was so such a pivotal difference in yeah. what the first yeah. part of their life looked yeah. like. Exactly. Okay. So then the last point is here now comes. Um, the sun and the moon getting closer again, so yeah. it's behind it, it's approaching, and this is the balsamic moon, so 45 degrees down to zero degrees. Yeah, I, I think the balsamic is a little bit harder to uh, understand because I think a lot of it is so internal. We're going back, in, we're descending into darkness. The sky, right, we're, we're going right, coasting into the new moon is the next phase, the total darkness. So mm-hmm. it's that little sliver of moon that we're seeing in the sky. So. In old school, it used to be called a hermit energy. Yeah. You know, I don't think the word hermit is used much anymore. 
I, I remember growing up and saying, oh, that person's a hermit. You know, the guy down the street who never comes out of his house. Oh, he's like a hermit, you know. But I don't hear people using that word anymore. I don't know. I feel like because more people are doing it. I feel like with social media uh, and, like, computers and technology, TVs, mm-hmm. that I feel that, you know, mm. maybe just call it, like, Netflix and chill now. Okay. Like, you're just staying maybe in. Maybe that's it. <laughs> well, it, it's staying in. It's uh, If we go back to our plant analogy, mm-hmm. this is when the plant, okay, I bore my fruit, now it's fall, and I'm starting to drop my leaves, and I'm going quiet. Okay. I'm pulling my energy in. So, yeah, it would be a Netflixer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Netflixer here. Someone who's going to lie dormant for a while, go into a quiet stage of their life. Now, they're born under this energy. Right. So, number one, I would think this would be a great one for uh, holding secrets, Confidential. If you want a real soul-bearing conversation, I'd find a balsamic moon person. Okay. Because they may just have that ability to listen. Mm. Sit there and just listen. They're not going to say, oh, you need to do this and do that, do this, right? They probably just go, you know, just they're absorbing it. Very healing. I was going to say, I'm, I'm like just thinking of like my trees in the backyard yeah. during the winter mm-hmm. when they are like naked, right? They don't yeah. have their leaves. Right, yeah. And one, I would think it would make them very like resistant, almost like Teflon, mm-hmm. like they can bear mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But then yeah. I also think, what kind of state do you have to be in? Like if a human was out there in the cold with no yeah. protection, right? what type of mindset would you have to go into in order to bear that? Right. And you would probably really turn to something like very spiritual, very um, in your head, Oh, yeah. Well, back in the day, this could have been like going into the priesthood, you know, becoming a nun, a cloistered lifestyle Mm -hmm. where you're really going to take a lot of the razzmatazz out of life and keep it down to core, simple virtues. Yeah. But anyhow, they do well with time alone. Do you think these people are misunderstood? Well, I think a lot of people speculate about them. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm thinking like misunderstood or people um, don't know what they're actually capable of that they could be like well they maybe think they're doing nothing yeah right going to a job coming home leading a very simplistic life uh they may think people may i'm sorry mock them they could totally misunderstand the richness the depthness of the the joy that that simple life could bring yeah but what's it called when so undermines they undermine like your a talent or ability like you show up and someone might be sizing them up thinking oh, yeah. they're not going to be oh. able to do this. Oh, yes. And right. then they oh, yeah. like way outperform. Yes, yes. Yeah, because we're getting dark, back to the darkness in the sky, so we don't we can't see everything about the person. You can't see the potential of the moon. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that mm-hmm. little thing. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. even thinking of a tree with no leaves. I'm thinking, like, is this dead? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. know. One of the key things about the balsamic moon is they have a tendency to have get their success late in life okay. and that may be what you're talking about people not seeing what they're doing what they're accomplishing why they're into that one topic where is that going to take them yeah right yeah it would be like geeks back in the you know 80s like what's that going to get you right oh well it'll get you billions of dollars is what it'll mm-hmm. get you over time so they have an above average ability to transform and I don't quite understand, well, except they're on the verge of that new moon, so we know that. We know a new moon is, does it make sense? We know there's a new moon coming in their life. They're living, they're alive, but symbolically, 
as we know through progression, they're going to experience a new moon phase very quickly, very quickly. and they'll, they'll have a reinvention. Oh, interesting. Anyhow, they're supposed to be better at leaving and moving on and not being as attached. And there is some thoughts on this uh, balsamic moon that there may be here, if you believe in karma, reincarnation, right? There's some sense that they might have a lot of short-term relationships. Okay. I oftentimes think of somebody who, you know, people gravitate to and they kind of hang with them, then they then they kind of move on and then the next person comes into their life and you know they're kind of just wrapping things up or i think maybe sharing some in kind of being a little guru healer interesting anyhow balsamic moons probably are again going into a little bit of that mysterious misunderstood category yeah okay well, um, we hope that you found this very insightful today. Look at your chart, find out where your moon was uh, when you were born in aspect to the sun um, to get some more insight on what that might mean for you. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Okay, take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.